This, uh, this morning we talked about how a supermarket operates. Now we're going to go into some food, some food science and discuss how milk chocolate is made. See a theme here? Open your notebooks. Hello class and thank you for joining us for another classes in session video. We're putting a link that we're pulling from today. Today it comes from a delicious ice cream company, Magnum Ice Cream, and they wrote a little blog about milk chocolate. So this morning was the supermarket, and well, to keep the food thing going, food theme going, we're gonna talk about milk chocolate, right? So everybody loves milk chocolate milk chocolate, indulgent, melts in your mouth. Everybody eats it. Um, it can be smooth and creamy by itself. You can add things to it like crispy rice or nuts. No matter how you eat it, you kind of wonder, well, what's the process? So it's actually three quick and easy steps that we're going to go over uh, here. And again, if you miss any of the notes via live, you can check us on replay, go to YouTube and Twitch and hit that little subscribe button while you are there. Um, all right. So first off, Chocolate producers will blend milk ingredients and sugar, and then gently mix those two with chocolate liquor and cocoa powder liqueur. Excuse me. Um, pretty self-explanatory first step. Uh, these are the main ingredients: you have your milk, your sugar, your chocolate liqueur, and your cocoa powder. Afterwards, when it is dry, it becomes basically a crumbly chocolate powder. This, I believe, is what you can get for uh, when you make uh, like chocolate milk. Or when you make the, um, you know, the stuff, the hot chocolate, that's kind of a similar look and texture. Now that might be processed finer to make sure that when you put it through the machine, it actually comes out as a drink and there's no chunks in it. But that's the idea of what it looks like. You're going to get a basically chocolate powder, which sounds delicious by itself. I would totally eat chocolate powder. I know I shouldn't, but you know. Now the final stage we have here, milk chocolate gets smooth. And velvety taste, or I'm sorry, where it gets its smooth and velvety taste, it is called conching. And that means the carefully mixing of all the ingredients together. Like a chef in his own kitchen, the master chocolatiers follow a traditional long conching, which guarantees rich, subtle flavor development. The process starts at a low temperature, and as it starts mixing, the temperature is raised very slowly to help it dry and develop a new delicate flavor from the heat. Care is taken to gently mix for long enough to fully develop the chocolate flavors and allow ingredients to combine together in the silkiest way possible. Hence why a lot of people want the smoother the chocolate, the more melty the chocolate, the better or more wanted chocolate it is. So we talked about some of the ingredients, but what else is inside? So both milk chocolate and dark chocolate actually share the cocoa liqueur, the cocoa butter, and the sugar. Now you might recognize cocoa butter in lip balms and lotions. It's actually a very smooth ingredient for uh, for people, and that's what gives it a smooth texture. Now remember, cocoa butter is an ingredient, is a food. Do not con uh, you know um, connect the two when you put it into a lotion or a balm it's a different format of it you can eat cocoa butter which is why it's safe to use on the lips 
and it's safe to use on the face because it's a natural ingredient. Just want to put that out there because it is used in other formats as well. Um, in milk chocolate, we have milk powder to give it a creamier taste, a better texture, and a lighter color. So whereas dark chocolate doesn't have the milk powder and it's a much darker piece of food, milk chocolate actually gets its lighter color from it. Um, we know from dairy, milk, and yogurt and other stuff, it is a very smooth um, substance, right? So it makes a lot of sense to put it in there. But what difference is that, for instance, dark chocolate, they say, actually helps with things like um, the heart and things like anxiety. So there's different things in there that are actually doing different aspects, but really milk chocolate is the sweeter, sugary one, the one you don't want to eat too much of, but it's really hard not to because it's delicious. Now, lastly, they talk about, um, actually, okay, so um, the other difference here is the taste for the dark and the light. Dark chocolate is more bitter and of course, darker color. Um, so you also have that difference of tasting when it comes to the chocolate. Now, what would you pair it with? Where Magnum, well, Magnum decided to give us a couple things. So they say you can pair milk chocolate with a cup of hot or iced coffee or a cup of tea for your afternoon break. You can combine popcorn with almonds and milk chocolate to enhance a classic movie night snack. So again, a lot of those snack mixes you can get, there's pieces of chocolate, there's some sort of nuts, and then you have your popcorn. Now they themselves, being an ice cream company, they put a lot of things together in their chocolate, um, like almonds, like caramel, like uh, raspberries, if you want a fruity flavor to that. Um, but really, you can put it with most anything. Chocolate seems to have the ability to eat well with other things. And if you uh, watch any uh, Food Network shows or you Google any recipes, you'll notice that a lot of recipes call for chocolate in a way that you wouldn't expect it to work, but it does. Sorry guys, my hair is doing something funky. There we go. Um, all right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us on this Food Science 101. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you wanna go more deep into. Again, we always appreciate you watching. Say thank you for that and stay curious. We got a brand new day of fun tomorrow and possibly some specials. We'll see you then. Bye guys.